Melissa, it is so cold outside. It is cold and it's not going to get warm anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So you know what we need to do? We need to keep ourselves warm with heat holders. Okay. Well, I do love heat holders. I will say this has been the first year in a lot of years that my toes have not been numb from October to March. Yeah. And you know what I love about them is that heat holders has all different kinds of socks. So you can, you know, basically use them like a thermostat. You can turn them up, you can turn them down, you can get thinner ones. I mean, you can pick the right socks. Yes. And the best thing about heat holders, especially the originals, which is probably my favorite, is they are seven times warmer than regular cotton socks and they feel like cashmere at all. So they're soft. Luxurious. And then they have the lights, which have a thinner profile for like casual situations, like sports shoes. And those are four times warmer than regular cotton socks. I mean, altogether, you you, you can find the sock for you at yeah. heat holders. I'm so they grateful for them. They even have the ultralights. Yes. And so if you just want everyday socks, three times warmer than cotton socks, you got ultralights. So you got original lights right and ultralights. You do? I do. Because you're just walking around. My feet are not cold. The rest of me is very cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Then you're in luck. If you go to heatholders.com, you can find all kinds of winter wear, like hats and gloves and all the goodies. So you can get your heat holders so you will be warmer this year, too. No numb toes for you. Go to heatholders.com and enter the code MJH and save 15% off. MJH, that's me, Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> um, yeah, you can go to heatholders.com, and on your order, you'll receive free shipping with any purchase of $25 or more. So don't freeze your butt or feet off this winter, guys. Remember, go to heatholders.com. Use the code MJH. That's heatholders.com. Heat Holders, making life warmer. Hey, U.S. Cellular customers, I've got good news, so don't hit skip forward just yet. I'm talking about their special customer event, Us Days. What's Us Days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. No, I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off. They must really like y'all. Us Days at U.S. Cellular. Exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers could get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Visit uscellular.com for terms and restrictions. Oops, sliding out. Yeah, the top sheet falls off. The pillows are gone. You're like, Ugh. if I was to pee on you after a jellyfish sting or if I was to suck the venom out of a bite. I mean, all of those are, are some true friendship right there. So, Amanda, what does real friendship mean to you? <laughs> well... Is it when I help you pull something out of your shirt or is it like if I was to pee on you after a jellyfish sting or if I was to suck the venom out of a bite? I mean, all of those are, are some true friendship right there. Those are some really extreme examples. Those are what I consider like a real test of friendship. I mean, I'd pee on you. Thank you. Thank you. That feels so good to hear. Thank you. I'm glad to know that you would if you had to. If, you had to. if I had I to. I hope you don't unless I need you too. <laughs> That's going to end up on the wrong wiki. But I <laughs> wiki pee instead of wiki feet. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, here's one. Make a wish. What does that mean to you? Make a wish? Yeah, it means you got to turn your necklace around. You oh, I was clasp. thinking like children. <laughs> no, make a wish because you, you get to make a wish when you turn your necklace around. So if I was to do it for you, if I could reach you right now, I would. Aww. that would be a friendship thing. Is that stealing somebody's it's wish? not quite. No, you, you may let them make the wish while you fix the clasp. Oh, okay. Move it That's to the back kind. of the necklace. But yeah, it's not as, it's not as um, substantial as I peeing on someone. I was more after. along the lines of, you mean the foundation? No, not the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> no, just with your... Just with your necklace. Okay. You know, like blowing out candles on your birthday cake. Oh, or like when the clock is like 11-11. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then you make a wish. Exactly. Or your birthday if it if it hits like Do you mine. make wishes on your birthday candles? 
I do. Every single one of them. Like, you also make a wish when you light a new candle. Do you do that one? I've never heard that. Yeah, if you have to, if you go to light a new candle, you have to make a wish. That's a thing. That's what I've heard. I have a lot of superstitions. I pick up my feet over train tracks. I hold my breath by cemeteries. Like yeah. any candle. Any new candle. So you can't, like if the wick's already been burnt, you don't make a wish. But if it's a brand new candle and you're lighting the wick for the first time. I missed out on so many wishes. I know. And I only heard this one in my like last few years. And train tracks. I've never heard of that you one either. pick your feet up. Because I guess in the olden days, if the carriage was going over the trains, your feet could get stuck. I don't know. You're also supposed to touch something silver, like a screw. I think that was to hold the wagon together when you go over the rickety train track. I don't know. Huh. And then hold your breath when you go by a cemetery. No, I don't know that one either. My only one I have is like when you go under a yellow light and you kiss the visor. Mm. And that's because my mom did it. I have not it's done that habit. forever. I forgot about that one. I think that's really the only one I have. Because it's like you didn't get arrested. Or knock on wood. If uh, Sometimes I'll oh, knock on wood. Yeah, or on your head because your head's made of wood sometimes. I Mine is full of beautiful, knowledgeable brains. I so mine's yeah. made of wood. <laughs> my husband <laughs> thinks so anyway. Um, but, uh, what's another superstition? Let's see. Oh, well, so holding your breath when you go by a cemetery... Because you, I guess, because you didn't, back in the olden days, you didn't want to smell that, but also you don't want to inhale Ew, that really? sort of the thing. I don't know. I don't know if that's true because some cemeteries, especially in like New York, are so big it's impossible. Huh. But what's... Uh, I'm the, trying to think if there's any others that... Black cat crossing your path does not work for me. I had no, a I lot of cats. black cats. Give me all the cats. And Bye. I had a ton of them cross me at work. Walking. It was good are, luck. Oh, was it? My, my parents used to tell us, don't open an umbrella inside. Oh, yeah. Don't put a hat on the bed. What? You can't put a hat on a bed. I don't know what that one means, but you can't put a hat on a bed. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, like I, uh, when my girlfriends were in town for my birthday, we all got all these cowboy hats and they kept leaving them on the bed. It was making me crazy. Because it's like bad luck. I don't know why. Okay. But we'll look it up. Breaking a mirror. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Breaking a mirror. Seven years. But Or walking mm-hmm. under the ladder. I will not walk under a ladder. Well, that's just a safety thing, right? No. I mean... But working on set, like, there's a lot of ladders around, I'd imagine, for, like, painters or house builders, too. But, like, I won't walk under a ladder. Like, at all? No. I did when I was on Sabrina because I really wasn't superstitious then because I I couldn't be with all the cats. So, you know, (laughs) it was just good luck for me to have all those black cats crossing my path. Just light a candle. You'll be fine. I I would light a candle, make a wish. I'll be good. Um, But I I just wanted to tell you that I think we need to talk. Uh oh. Have you read? Are you the breaking book? up with me? No, the book. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it yet. It's that's our next uh, tiny book club book. And I am obsessed. I know you read that one really fast. It's so good. Well, compared to your Addie LaRue, that one I'm still in the middle of. And I feel like there's like, it, there's a lot going on there. Where there is so much going on in that it book. It is a 16 hour audiobook. Whereas yeah, I but jumped if you ship. you read it, it would go so much faster. I know, but I'm listening to the audiobook. But then I jumped ship to do We Need to Talk. And that was only four hours. And that just seemed like such a fraction of Addie LaRue. <laughs> it really is a fraction of it. But it's so educational. It just talks about communication, a little bit about the history of communication. And, and then it talks about things like our throats are actually. What was it? Something about like scientifically, we were we are so wanting to communicate as human beings that like our throats have evolved to the point where we should choke on the food we have because but our vocal cords or something is our voice box or something has moved up in our throats. Where I forget if you listen if you listen to the audiobook or read the book, you'll get it like right in the beginning. Okay, but basically, like our voice box takes the space of where we should swallow our food. Because that's how important communication is to human beings. I thought you were going to say we could do cool things like croaking and we didn't know or something. No. No, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you and your obsession with animals. But um, 
you want to you now you want to be a frog. You want to own snails. You want to play with monkeys. Yeah, <laughs> I don't actually want to be a frog. You I like frogs. Croak. No, but, but the, I mean, but the food thing, like the fact that like food and communication are almost equal in like the evolution of our bodies. Like we need them equally. But then the whole book goes on about like. Um, conversation how important it is the fact that they did this study where people got into a room if you sat if you walked into a room and you walked out and they asked you how you felt you communicated with the other person if there was a phone present everyone that walked into a room with a phone present immediately thought that there was less um like that the conversation and the and the the connection was less than people that walked into a room without a phone. Oh, I feel that. I mean, how many conversations do we have on a normal busy day where we're both staring at our phones but we're and like multitasking while we're talking to oh, each other? Oh, that's what it talks about multitasking. So multitasking, it talks about I always thought that was a good thing. With multitasking, what it does is it literally sends a dopamine hit to your brain because mm-hmm. you think that it's great to turn off one task, turn on another and your brain gets a dopamine hit, but it also raises cortisol. So you're raising your stress level, but you're getting a hit. So it's literally addicting. Like multitasking is literally addicting. Yes. And you add ADHD to that, and it's a real problem. I don't know the difference between multitasking and ADHD. We talk about this often, but yeah, maybe I need to well, get tested. Kind of, they kind of go hand in hand. I got to get tested. I did get tested on the love languages. Oh, yeah? What's did your I tell love you language? my love language? Mark totally disagrees with this. Um, he said he did my love language way back when. I don't know if someone else can do your love language for you, by the way. But he swears mine is words of affirmation. So wrong. That is like the least of mine. Um, my biggest one is quality time, apparently. But I was doing mine with a friendship angle as opposed to oh. a romance angle. Okay. For friendships, for sure. I see that with you. So quality time. I is don't really one. see that like from an outsider's perspective. With my your, husband? Or in your with but my, my family. My favorite thing is like because y'all are definitely like because you have to be for work apart so much. Yeah. That I feel like But that's why I think I do treasure the time to get or I like I recognize it maybe like when we are able to you be do you totally together. we had a lot of house family. guests recently and I was really like wanting that time with just them mm-hmm. and then as soon as I get it I regret it <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they not. immediately drive me crazy but um but no I feel like uh yeah quality time and then right behind it and tied for second and third place or tied for second place was um gifts and physical touch like physical touch and then gifts and then what are the other ones? Um, you're definitely a physical touch. You're an affectionate person. You're a hugger. Yeah, in a way. And I think of when like I like you. the stories of like when you talk about one of your sons holding your hand in church and oh, how yeah. much that means to you. I do recognize it when my husband I, like taps me on the ass. Like I love that stuff. Yeah. I totally see that about you. <laughs> Not strangers, but like. And words husband. of affirmation. I feel like you dig that too. Words of affirmation. I don't. I, I realized though that I don't listen to it. I think I told you that the Melissa and Joey creator used to come to me and give me compliments and eventually he said to me, you don't hear any of this, do you? And I went, what? No, I, I really, I mean, I just think you have to say it. So, like, I feel like people give me compliments all the time, so I don't take them with value. But people who, I mean, there's certain things that, of course, hit you. Like when my husband goes, oh, you look really pretty in that dress, which I don't think he's ever said. But if he, but when his sister is like, hey, he said you looked really nice in that dress last night. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, that means, you know what I mean? Like, unexpected. You got to start taking it from the source. I know I'm trying, but like, I, I feel like, you know, it does mean a lot to you. You just don't hear it. But in my line of work, like who's going to tell me anything negative? Uh, Unless it's on social media. Very different. Don't tell us negative things. We don't want to (laughs) know. We don't care what you think. But I do like constructive criticism, but don't just say I'm being honest so you can be an asshole. Exactly. Like that's not an excuse to be an asshole. We like you. You still have to like. 
be if kind. you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. But if you have constructive criticism, yeah, bring it on. No, no. Like, I think maybe you and I could do like a truth telling. Like, just tell me one thing I could do to I think improve there's a myself. place for that when you're when you have a relationship with someone. Like, I could be completely honest with you, and yeah. I have been. Yeah. Never with the intention of hurting your feelings. <gasps> And I wouldn't take it that way. That's the exactly. thing. Exactly. But when some random stranger comes up, it's like, huh, you're fat. Yeah. You're like, okay. No. <laughs> okay. You didn't have to say that. And that's what I teach my boys, like, because they keep, now they're pulling that. They're at that age, especially the nine-year-old is at that age where he's like, well, I was just being honest. No, 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 no. Sometimes if you have nothing nice to say, you don't say anything at all. Thumper knew what he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, he was so cute. I love Thumper. I always wanted a dog named Thumper. I got to get one of those. I got to get a new dog so I can name it Thumper. We name all our dogs after Disney thing. I know. Well, you could have a Bambi and a Thumper. I always let Flower. Flower. The skunk. Oh. Flower. He rolls around in the... He's so cute even though he's you probably... You can call me Flower if, if you, you want. want to. <laughs> I love that you put a Southern spin on it. I don't think he was Southern. Sure he was. That was cute though. That's how I talk. Okay? You should talk like that. You can call me Flower. No, if I could pick any voice to have, I would stay Southern, but I would have my grandmother's like... Central Mississippi draw. Like she was straight up Scarlett O'Hara style. Did she have a deep? No, she was very genteel. And she would talk about magnolia plants and. (gasps) She'd call it cement. And here comes the fire truck with the siren. And her camellia bush was her prized plants. Wait, let's talk about plants. Ah, you are the big flower girl. I love plants. I love animals. I love nature. My love language is springtime. (laughs) <laughs> there you go in general and that's your birthday too yes I was born for this you were I you know I feel like um I am binging plants right now I swear like last year when the today show came around my house I figured the thing that was missing was a lot of green and I never really had a lot of green because I could never keep it alive because I'm always gone so much but I was like you know what I'm gonna get green stuff in this house how's that fiddly fig doing oh I have three and uh, two of them are doing okay one of them I'm trying to bring back but this is what I need to know the greens are coming up the stem, and the top is kind of falling off. But I was told I could cut off the top of it, and it would actually grow. Maybe. I know. I don't know what to do, because it's like branch a big, there. expensive tree. That, yes, it is. She's beautiful. She is. She's she's not doing well in the top, but she's doing great in the bottom. So I don't— I, Maybe I'm, she's not getting enough sun up there. I'm working with her a little bit. I'm working with her. I'm giving her a little sun. I'm trying not to get we some named root her. rot. Plants really respond to names. I haven't. I named my purse. I got a purse from my husband for my birthday. It's and so I, pretty. I named it Shirley. Shirley, because I love Shirley Temple. Look, she's I know she's right here That's behind a perfect me. Name for she's her. always with me, Shirley. Right? Personally, I was a fan of Gucci Joan Hart, but <laughs> but it's a Prada. No, I'm just kidding. It's not <laughs> <laughs> Gucci Joan Hart. I know that was a little too narcissistic. I mean, yeah, but it was so cute. I have a lot of narcissism <laughs> in my home already. I don't need it in my purse. So but... plants. So plants. Obsessed with my greens, but you mm-hmm. are a floral girl. Give me all the blooms. I. Went shopping for flowers the other day because why wouldn't I? And I did my whole front yard and my up by my mailbox and all that with cool things. And I found these cactuses that bloom all summer long. Oh, you're like the sister in Encanto. Basically, I am Isabella. Yes, I am. I am. And so, but they bloom all summer long and I put them all up in that bed and they look really sad this week. I think with all the rain, they've had too much uh, water now. Yeah. So I'm hoping like with the next like heat wave, they'll thrive a little bit. I'm having a little trouble with my succulents. I mean, you're overwatering. Yeah, I f- but then more of them suckers. Okay. I just feel like they're not like the soil feels very dry. 
but it's not. Okay. Let them go. Okay. Let it go. Let it go. I'll let I it go when you in Kanto and you, yeah. <laughs> my succulents are all hidden away in the rooms of my house where I don't visit very often, <laughs> which just sounds terrible, but like my laundry room. They're in the windows up there so that I will forget about them. Oh, okay. Well, what about my air plants, though? I'm obsessed with my air okay, plants. Okay, I have to admit, I had air plants, and I loved them. My sister gave them to me. I babied them, and over the winter this year, they got dried out, and they died. Uh, I ha- actually, mine did, too. This, and so I just got a new round, and I got this really cool one. It looks like, it looks like ribbon. It's like all this beautiful green ribbon, and I just put it on top of a votive candle, mm-hmm. and it just, like, ricocheted, like, just, like— Looks like a beautiful lock, like your hair right now, like lovely <laughs> waves of, you know, like, like it's like a sage green. And I'm just loving my air plants, but it's great because you spritz them a little. And once a week, I stick them upside down in a bath of water and Not then just shake them off. No, I'm like, should I do it less? Like once every two weeks. I was afraid they were going to dry out. No, not that fast. Okay. It takes like a full winter of neglect of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of like hot heated vents blowing on them. Uh, yeah, it was bad. I think they that's what crunchy. I did. My big fiddle fig. Fiddle fig. Leaf oh. tree. I think well, that's what I did wrong. She also doesn't like to move. Did you know that about? Fingers? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. They are so temperamental. That's why I don't have a life. I one. literally I move fake. it like once a week, trying oh. to find the right sunspot for it. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Don't do that. Well, I realized I was leaving it by a vent, so I moved it away from the vent. Then I was like, it's not getting enough sun, but if I move it over here, it'll get sun. And I think I had it in the fall. I think I had it outside too long. And so, anyway, this is becoming a gardening show. But hmm. we also went to the We've been doing our tours of the mansion. Yes. We're a little obsessed with, uh, I now have hashtagged us the, what, History Geek crew or something? Yeah. A few Magical of us have, Magnolias. Magical Magnolias. Every, okay, every historical property we've been to so far has these gigantic, like... Old school. I mean, couple hundred year old magnolia trees. And they're magnificent. You can, like, eat under them. They're so big. Like, they just, oh. Yeah, the Bellmead Mansion has picnic tables underneath it. Yes. So you can just bring your little picnic and go so sit cool. under that magnolia. Yeah. So, Melissa, I'm yeah. so excited for you. You've been really working hard on getting your immune system up and going really well and getting your body in shape. What's your secret weapon now? Well, I've been using AG1. Do you know AG1? I have heard of this. It's made by Athletic Greens. It's great. It tastes great. Uh, you do a scoop. Oh, no, because I know those veggie things can be not so tasty. This one is pretty yum. Okay, what do you, you like do? put a scoop in your water in the morning and it, oh my gosh, it helps in so many ways. So tell me what it's doing for you. So with one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, all kinds of good stuff, right? Ooh. It's lifestyle friendly. You can eat it when you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, all the Ooh. things. So it's good for me. Yeah, absolutely. And it costs less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit. And I love this. They're sustainable too for Every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. That's amazing. Yeah, they do like climate neutral, certified, all that good stuff. That is amazing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. Yeah, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WWB. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash WWB to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens, for supporting What Women Binge. Want to know something else that's really cool? For Christmas, two years ago now, my husband and my son gave me 
a plant of the month club. Oh. So every month there's a box that arrives with a mystery plant. That's fun. They should sponsor us because it's so cool. <laughs> you hear that, you guys? Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Wait, this this is becoming a gardening show all of a sudden. And like rocks every, and soil, everything you need to take care of it is in the little box. And it comes with a, like a page that talks about what it is and how to care for it and what light it yeah. likes, where it originates from. Real cool. It is very cool. So um, what about TV shows? What are you into right now? Girl. Okay. I'm so glad you asked me this. <laughs> I have something different to talk about this Okay. Time. Okay. So, you know, I'm like a former pageant girl. Mm-hmm. And so I have a weakness for other fellow pageant people. And there was this documentary that came out like 10 years ago called The Queen of Versailles with this girl, Jacqueline Siegel. This is a reality show? It was a documentary. A documentary movie. However, now Discovery Plus has her reality show. Uh-huh. And it picks up kind of like... More recent years post the documentary, like okay. what's happened in their life. Oh. And they're still building this like palace that they call Versailles. Which I can't. Why would they call it Versailles? Where is this? It's because it's in Orlando. So Florida. they have Versailles in Orlando. Yes. That seems blasphemous. Well, <laughs> because. No. <laughs> I, so they went on their honeymoon when her and her husband got married to Europe and they toured Versailles. And immediately on the way home, he drew out the plans for this house. Based on Versailles. Okay. Does it look like Versailles? It does look like Versailles? I mean, to be honest, I've never been to Versailles, so I don't know. But it's beautiful in a Central Florida kind of way. Yeah. And it is just, it's 90,000 square feet. But it's like not even on the ocean or anything? It's on a lake. It's on a lake. Okay. And it's the largest single family home in the United States. What? Yeah. And they've never finished it. They've been building it for like 20 years. Okay. First of all, I have a problem with the fact that they named it Versailles. Like at least Alva Vanderbilt built the breakers or one of the one of the Newport homes and she said it was, you know, she was inspired by Versailles, but at least she called it something else. Oh no, but, they're like straight up like this is their Versailles. But are they do you know her from the pageant days? Okay, so I'm like one degree separated from her, like a hundred times over. We know all the same people. And nice people? Yes, great people. Okay, so not like the Chrisleys or no, no, no. I mean, I mean not I the Chrisleys are probably too. yeah, I mean I'm, I'm not saying they're not, but but no, I and that's the thing is, you know, you kind of look at this show and you think she's this kind of like over the top, like rich woman kind of flaunting her money. But you actually get to see her heart in it in a way that I feel like you didn't get to see. So the show just isn't about building this giant monstrosity mansion. No, it's about their mansion. family okay. and their struggles and, you know, all sorts of things. Their struggles in their 90,000 square foot house? I mean, they <laughs> lost a child. So I That's mean, they, for real. They've dealt with some real struggle. And she didn't She didn't come from money. You meet her mom and you okay. kind of see her humble beginnings. And But she's the queen of Versailles. And she's smart. She's got like an engineering degree. She worked for IBM and like okay. did all these things. So she's got brains, but she's also like... Wait, what does her husband do? He run or he owns the largest timeshare chain in the world. Okay. Called Westgate. Okay. And they're all over. Um, and so, yeah, they've well, got... Lots of money, but it's it's just kind of interesting to watch how she is completely disconnected from reality, but at the same time, she truly has a heart, and yeah. she does she doesn't come across as a garbage person. Okay, which okay. sometimes people which, in which they want you to do in reality shows or docu series. Sometimes they like they try to you know 
create conflict and make it bigger and more dramatic than it is. Well, I mean, it is a classic reality show and that there are some things that you're like, okay, right. You just decided to get on a plane and go design your own beer (laughs) with the Bush family. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bush uh, like B-U-S-H or B-U-S-C-H? Like Anheuser-Busch. Oh, okay. That Um, that Bush family. Yeah. (laughs) So, Not like with Jeb making beer. I mean, I think those things are just thrown in there for the entertainment factor for the show. Okay. But the stuff that you see about their life, like in... I don't want to spoil too much, but I don't really think it gives anything away. Her husband, who's significantly older than her, um, but she's very much in love with. And it's kind of sweet because you kind of a lot of times when you see those couples where there's like a significant age difference, you're like creepy beauty and the beast here. You know, like we know what's happening. But she sincerely seems to care for him and love him okay. and want him to All be right, with This her. is on Discovery? And Discovery Plus. Okay. And uh, so she he's in the hospital for the majority of oh, the really? season. Um oh the new this the new in the reality in the show. reality show. Okay. And so he's he has like back issues and then he gets pneumonia and he's like Ooh. 86. So oh, you yeah. could, like she's really struggling like trying to cope with the fact that he is sick and it's during covid and so she oh. can't really be with him. And yeah. yeah. So okay, I'm going to check this out. It's very compelling TV. Now, in a more dated version of that, but mm-hmm. uh, I went back to Gilded Age because I was obsessed with it, but yes. I didn't. I, there were a few episodes that came out after I stopped kind of watching it, and I went back to it last night and watched one, and I was like, I really don't like this show, I've decided. Even though I wanted to create a show just like it, <laughs> I've decided I just really don't like that you show. You were a flip-flopper, Melissa. You know what? I wanted that to be, I wanted it to be so good. I love this time period. I love these, like... I love the tycoons and the wives of the tycoons and the millionaire row in New York. And I want to see more about Rhode Island and and the 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 battle between the the opera houses and mm-hmm. all this history that I'm obsessed with. That's Vanderbilt related. And of course, they bring in this family called the Russells and they um, now the Russells are the fictional. The Russells family. are a fictional version of the Vanderbilts. OK, they're building a train station, but it's Union Station, not mm-hmm. um, not Grand Central, you know, like that kind of thing. Dun, like, dun, dun. Yeah, everything's just slightly different. Um, but uh I've just realized that the, I mean, I've said this before on here, but now I am so aware of the fact that, especially after just finishing Br- uh, Bridgerton, too. Mm-hmm. Bridgerton is so soapy, right? But so beautiful. Yes, it's this gorgeous, though. is mm-hmm. beautiful, and I, I haven't watched Downton Abbey. I know you're a huge Downton Abbey fan. Yes. New movie coming out. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like I have so much to catch on before I do that. But I, I feel like Bridgerton is so... Soapy and like I, 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 it's like seriously a guilty pleasure for me. Like yes. I hate that I think about it all day long and can't wait to get back to it, even though I know what's going to happen. You oh, know who's going to fall I've already in love. finished it, and I feel the same way. I'm like, it's, I'm ready to rewatch it from no, the beginning. I, I, I finished it the other night, and I was like, okay, I miss it. Like I kind of miss it, but also I was like, okay, when are they going to get together, and how are they going to get together? And they kind of put a quick little button on it, quick fix on it, and but what a beautiful couple again. Like she is just stunning to look at. Right. I mean, they replaced uh, what's his name, the guy from last year, Rige Jean. What was the the handsome uh-huh, uh, Duke? The Duke. Yeah, the Duke, with this gorgeous Miss Sharma, Sharma, Swarma, Sharma, Sharma. Sharma. <laughs> they replaced him with the gorgeous Miss Sharma, and she is. Ju- you just can't take your eyes off her. No. And they're all really, really good actors. Now you go to Gilded Age, and it looks beautiful, and the stories are more real, more um, grounded in real history, and you're kind of learning something about society in those days and but everything is so safe first of all the acting is flatline like so flatline except now, christine baranski um christine baranski plays one of the women who lives across the street from the russells that's right you told me about that and uh uh what's her name cynthia nixon is plays her sister 
I'm not a huge fan of the way she's playing this. And then, I don't know, I don't want to put anyone down, but like the people that play the Russells are decent. Um, I think it's Meryl Streep's daughter who plays like Miss Brooks and oh. just really like, but everybody is pretty flatline in this show. There's nothing exciting happening. And they're trying to talk about social conflict and they're trying to talk about racial conflict and they're trying, and everything is sort of like glazed over. We're going to give you the idea. We're going to, yeah. Like it can't The cab for doesn't this. stop for um, one of the one of the young ladies who's African-American. The cab doesn't stop for her. But then like she's like, watch, this is how you like if, if it it stops for me, then we can get in it. But that one wouldn't stop for me or what, you know, mm-hmm. but they, so they kind of talk about it, but they don't like they don't go into like back then there was a lot of racism. There's a lot of hate. There's a lot of awful things spilling over people doing awful things to each other. Right. But everything sort of gets glazed over in a way where. This one stole that one's uh, butler, and when he sh- when she catches him at the party being the butler, you know someone else goes, "Oh, but that's because like it's like glazed over, and it's like, oh, okay, it's all nicey nicey." And I don't, I think I would love that because I am that kind of person who like did they do that in Downton Abbey? Is it like in some episodes just made made nice and made okay? Yeah, kind of, but there, I mean, there's okay for preference. For reference here, Melissa's only seen the first episode of Downton. Like three times and haven't gotten through it. <laughs> so I feel like I would love it, but I just haven't will. taken just to it. You will. You just have to keep going. And that first episode is shocking. It's shocking. Of Downton Abbey? Yes. What, what happened? I don't remember. Did I fall asleep? Okay. I, it's three been times? long enough that I can spoil this. Remember the guy dies after Mary has a moment with him? I so don't even remember this. Okay. I'm going to have to go watch it again. Yes. That's the very first episode. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out because okay. I don't recall that happening. But I also maybe haven't made it all the way through the first episode. <laughs> this is a problem for me. <laughs> so yes, there are episodes that are incredibly shocking and will like send your jaw to the floor. And then there are episodes where like, well, we did not get far today. Okay, so, so here's like Game of Thrones. I've never seen every episode. Somebody important dies. You're like, oh, it's his show. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, it's her show. <laughs> nope, she's dead. Like they, you know, like big things happen, big stakes, big. They torture this one guy, and you're like, when is someone going to save him? They don't. He gets tortured for like a whole season. Oh and my gosh, it's it's hardcore. Okay, so I told There's you, there's nothing hardcore about Downton Abbey. Like I watched the first episode of Yellow Jackets. Oh, which is yeah, like the you told me about email. This modern day Lord of the Flies where these girls in a soccer team crash their plane and they have to survive. So I've only watched the first episode, but the very first 20 seconds of it, I screamed because a girl's running through the woods being chased. Let's preface, we're watching this on an airplane together and I'm not watching it. She's across the aisle from me. I'm watching it and and she screams. Screams out loud. And then I I had to stop the, and this isn't like me, like nothing really gets me like this. (laughs) She's like, there were stakes. (laughs) She falls into, she's running through the woods like, (gasps) and you hear someone behind her and someone's chasing her. And I think she's naked or in rags or something. She's running, running, running. And then she falls through a pit and she's spiked to death. She's like, she falls on all these pikes and she's just like, and like. It's you see like a dribble of blood go down the pike. It's not funny. (laughs) It's your your dead face is hilarious. (laughs) So it's 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 horrifying and it but like it's I like the shock shock value of it. It's and it's got great production value and. Have you watched any more yet? I haven't yet. Okay. Because it is pretty gruesome and you got to be in a headspace for it. I'm never in that headspace. No, thank you. I am sometimes, but not and not on an airplane. That is not the place for me to be watching a lot about about a (laughs) A plane crash crash. of people. Yeah, trying to survive an island. I have started watching, um, which is much more lighthearted, winning season, winning time. Oh, okay. uh, With John C. Riley. Lakers. Yes. Yeah. 
so good. So and many I people would mention that at all, but I've actually really enjoyed watching it with Logan. Um, it is, I don't know how accurate it is. I assume it's pretty accurate because it's a fairly well-known story, but John C. Riley's character and how he like will talk to the camera mm. in the middle of a, like they'll just Breaking be in a scene. Wall. Yeah. He breaks, but he does it all the time. Yeah. And it's so interesting. interesting. All right, I got to watch this. I've heard a lot of people talk about that. So it's very highly recommended. And I think I got to check it out for sure. But um, but did you watch the Michael Jordan documentary series? No. Last year. Um, or no, during COVID. We watched it at our neighbor's house, actually. Oh, we weren't supposed to be at our neighbor's house during that time, but we did. Um, we we COVID, we COVID teamed. What's breaker. it called? What's it called when you, oh, we, we, Quarant- quarant- we were a quarantine team. So we quarantined with our neighbors. And um, after a while, I feel like the first six weeks, we were like, all right, well, we should quarantine, get the kids together, hang out together. And so we watched uh, the Michael Jordan special, The Last Dance, and it was so Was it like about his like retirement? It's sort of about his whole career, really. It's sort of him coming up. The music is so good. Because <laughs> the, the soundtrack might have been the best. Yeah, it's like 90s hip hop, like fun stuff, kind of like this year's Super Bowl. Oh, my um, brain says we watched it. Oh, so there you go. I <laughs> well, don't remember. It wasn't it. very memorable. Well, one of my early TikToks when I was trying to experiment with TikTok was taking a song, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish, I wish I was, was a baller. baller. And so I yeah. used that song and I, I collected all of our Nikes in the house that we had at the time, all the Michael Jordans, put them around in a circle and like danced the camera around the shoes to that song like an idiot because that's what I thought TikToking was. You're so cute. I know. But I loved Last Dance was great. So I think winning time, winning, winning team, winning time, winning time. What is that on? HBO Max. Oh, okay. I think HBO Max is winning right now, man. Yes. They are. We really like ev- almost everything we've watched on HBO. It's yeah. And fabulous. Flight Attendant's back out. I haven't watched that yet, but the new season. I never finished Flight the Attendant. first season of that, but honestly, I feel like that's a level of scary I can handle. It gets less scary because it becomes, what I didn't like about the first season was it becomes espionage, more so than her trying to escape oh. a past and figure out and put together a puzzle. It becomes this weird it, it takes this weird turn. I think it's when COVID shut them down. Yeah. And when they picked it back up again, they'd overthought it. And like the last few episodes of the first season, I thought were kind of flatline. I need to go back and, and finish. Go back and finish it. I just love we get how two. all of the like, the kind of gory parts or whatever became humor the further oh, along he like, got. Because he's, he's there. And he like, yeah, he's like narrating it from his dead body. Yes. Yeah. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so funny. It was a really smart show. I, and I love her. Yeah, I I mean, she's fantastic. I didn't realize what a range she had because I always knew her as the girl from Big Bang. Yeah. And then to see her in that show, I was like, oh, wow. She's like, great to play that kind of drunken without it being sloppy or over the top. She plays this like real drunk flight attendant who gets stuck kind in of a broken. sticky situation like just a. Yeah, she's just a wreck of a person. Right. Sleeping around. And yeah, but I thought it was going to be more. I guess the title led me to believe it, it was going to be more about what happens in every city she goes to. But, of course, it starts with, like, this huge thing that happens in the city she happens to be in and the rest of the season is about this one incident. But I don't—so I'm, I'm curious to see where season two goes. So right. we'll have to we'll have to report on that next time. That one's on my list. And then is it Severance that everybody's talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have no, like, knowledge about it other than literally everyone has said you must watch Severance. So that— Is anyone in it that you know or what it's about? I, I think one of—Adam Scott— is the lead and didn't you i think ben stiller or somebody wrote it directed it and um oh interesting yeah all right i gotta check that out apparently we're going to be talking about it a lot 
in season three. Oh, yeah. So we need to be knowledgeable. All right. We will be. We will be. <laughs> Can you believe we're in season three? Season three. We did it. We made it this far. It's crazy town. Like in network television, that would be like considered success. So. Oh, is that like the. Yeah. Like season three, like season one, if you get the back pickup, like you get like 13 episodes and if you get 13 more and then you get season two, you usually get picked up for the whole season. And then by season three, you're rolling. Like, you know, you're nice. doing nice. We're here. We made We're it. here. here. We made Cheers it. Cheers with our Dolly Parton's cup. Cheers. Season three. Woo woo. Still haven't gotten Dolly. I know. We will. <laughs> Season seven. <laughs> mm. Real quick, I want to ask you a beauty tip. Is there? Do you have any new beauty tips? Um, new. Okay. Not necessarily new for anybody else, but new to me, because I have curly hair, and it's its own life form. It's never the same from day to day. <laughs> One of my friends with curly hair told me about the satin bonnet, which is a very like normal beauty accessory for especially like the African-American community. Um, they wear them to protect their hair when they sleep. She was like, get yourself a satin bonnet. Oh. It will be life changing. And y'all, it is life changing. I might try that. It, I've been sleeping on a satin pillow. I always have had a satin pillowcase my okay. whole life. Oh, Love it. You. My grandmother used to make them for me. So fancy. I, I don't know. It was just a thing. My I, friend Soleil Moonfry name dropping, um, gave me a set of silk sheets when I was like in my 20s because I had said something about like, never I want silk sheets. sheets. Well, so I, I have the whole set, but rec- but they're too slippery to sleep on. <laughs> they're so slippery. They don't even stay on the bed. And so I was like, no. Nah. I'm sorry. I've had... <laughs> You're just going, <laughs> sliding out. Yeah, the top sheet falls off. The pillows are gone. You're like, Bleh. Um, so I, uh, I never really used them. And then recently I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use the pillowcases. Yeah. So I've had them all this time, like probably 20 years. And I just decided to start using them. So nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm liking that. But maybe I'll decide. It makes bonnet. all the difference in my hair. Cause usually Is the bonnet different than the pillowcase then. Yes. Because it goes around your head and it kind of, so I just pull my hair back and put the bonnet over it and go to sleep. And it just stays put all night. I don't have yeah. to worry about Does it. It makes so no dense because, like, I have very straight yes, hair. But like, I'm a pineappler, as everyone here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? What are you a pineappler? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I pineapple my hair. I'm not a pineappler Wait, like that. You pineapple your hair. Yes. You put pineapple in it. No. What do you do? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, I've heard of people, I accidentally no. had a beer spilt on me recently when I was out on Broadway <laughs> acting like a 22-year-old. Yeah, um, you did that. And someone said beer was good. <laughs> yeah. Someone said beer was good for the hair. Oh, Sorry. yeah, it'll make it curly. And then I was thinking maybe pineapple enzymes or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just put it in like a pineapple on top of my head. Oh, like, oh, it looks like a pineapple. Yes. Calling, we're, okay. Before I go to bed. And now that I have shorter hair, I can still do it, but I end up with like a crazy crease and my curls just look ridiculous the next day. It's not even pretty. And so with this bonnet thing, I just go to sleep. I wake up and it looks like it did when I went to sleep. All right, I'm going to try it because I think because even though I have really, really straight hair, I feel like it'll help keep the dents because like if I sleep on one side, you can tell like it's like that whole side is messed up the next day. And there's and I hate to have to shower every day and just to get it straight again. But yeah, because I I like refuse to put heat on it because I'm trying to protect my hair. Especially as I get older, but my my uh, my little beauty tip would probably be last time I think I shared that you're supposed to put vapor rub on your toenails at night. Did I not share that? No, I once had a, a dermatologist say put a little vapor rub on your toenails to keep fungus away. So that really helps if you put vapor rub on your toenails. I don't do it every night, but I like once in a while, maybe once a month. I should probably do it more than like once a week. I sleep with socks on and put a little vapor rub. I cannot on. sleep with socks on. That's a no for me. 
Oh, really? No. No, you start with them on. No, I always I will, them off I in the middle of the night. I will strangle to death with socks. Just while you're watching TV until you fall asleep. Then take them off. I couldn't. No? No. 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 Little socklets? Ugh. Little toesies? Something? No? They're... Wrap them in gauze? I don't know. I... No. Then just put the vapor the on. Idea go, get the idea of socks in a bed is like, I feel like I can't breathe. Oh, really? I'm, I'm going to suffocate. I, I, if you I, know, put a, I know an actor that does that too, that feels that way. That's interesting. I don't know why I feel so strongly about that. That's but it is like, really funny. Even my children thing. will try and go to bed with socks on. And I'm like, give me those. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like socks. You can actually sleep in them. You wake up with them I on your feet. I sometimes have to because my feet are so cold at night that I feel like I cannot sleep until my feet are warm. Like, I almost want to just, you know what I used to do in Europe? I love bidets because I would stick my foot in the bidet and warm it up with some hot water after walking around in flip-flops in Italy for a while. Put the bidet, I use that as a foot bath. That is not a butt wash for me. That is a foot bath. That is what that is. That's what a bidet is for me. I'm sorry. I think everyone should have a bidet just to wash their little piggies before they go to bed. I'm just imagining you washing your feet in the, the toilet. <laughs> the, the wiki feet people are going to love this. Next time I go to Europe or I'm at a house with a bidet, I shall take a picture of myself washing my feet in the bidet. Yes, that's, that's what how I, you get that toenail That's fungus. what I think they're for. <laughs> Gross. Oh, Oh my God. The is to ward off the fungus. But that no, you my, got from the bidet. I get from the bidet. All right, fine. Fair enough. Um, but my other little tippy would be, I was told by an eye doctor once to use baby wash on your eyelashes. It, like yeah. when you're in the shower, if you wash your face in the shower, whatever. Use a little bit of, like she told me, just get a little travel size. And, I've, and it's lasted like two years. A little travel size. And I just put a little bit on maybe once a month or something. I probably should do it once a week also. <laughs> but put a little tiny bit on your eyelashes and then rinse it off and get the oils off that might come from mascara or eye makeup and all that st- other stuff. really easily. Yeah, so it'll help clear your eye ducts. And it, like, clears out the little eye ducts so, to just make healthier eyes. Did you know that tear-free shampoo numbs your eyes? What? Yeah. That's why it's tear-free. It doesn't stink because it actually numbs your eyes. So it's not that there's not stuff in it that would make them hurt. It's just you can't feel it. Got some lidocaine in there? Basically. <laughs> I learned this and I was like, oh. Like, oh, wait, that's a tip you taught me. Lidocaine. Oh, lidocaine for the feet. Yeah. On your feet before you go out. So like since I haven't been in heels in forever, we went to this Grammy viewing party thing. And I was so worried about wearing heels. It was like a nine hour party, people. And I was so worried I was going to have to wear heels the whole night. I did slip some ballet slippers into my clutch. Yes, I had did. those. But um, so I probably wore the heels for maybe four hours. But you had me start the night off with lidocaine all over my feet. And I have to say, I remember I, I know the moment it wore off. Like yeah. I could feel the moment it wore off. It's amazing. It's a great little trick. You can get it in the spray and it's a dry oil. So it doesn't make your feet slick and you don't smell weird. Yeah. And and it just it'll buy you a about four ish hours. And if you yeah. take a big enough purse, you can take it with you and reapply. Yeah, I just had a tiny purse, and I was lucky to fit the ballet slippers and a phone in there. But that was it. But yeah, yeah those are some good tricks. See that pageant world? Yeah. Let me tell you, I can do magic with some tape. But you didn't know about the bidet and the foot wash. I'm I just didn't saying. I've never washed saying. my feet in a bidet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so should we do our season three questions okay, for each other real let's quick? Do it. All right, movie you would watch with commercials. Mm. Princess Diaries. Oh, mine would probably be Liar Liar. Oh, I love that one love too. Love that movie. Book you read super fast. Well, Addie you read everything, everything so fast. Everything. But Addie LaRue would be your. I, that one I, I I think was definitely some form of record for me because I just loved it so much. Yeah. I couldn't put it down. Um, and then in five years, I read really quickly too. That one oh, okay. was like an overnight read for me. I would say 
Wish You Were Here, I read really fast, but I read it in chunks. Like, I read it really fast when I, whenever I did pick it up, but I didn't that's keep it in my hand. That's the book that's on our tiny book club. It's yeah, not Wish You Were Here. Talk, well, both. We talked about here. three different books yeah. for our book. Our book club is, like, both not just covering one. Both of those are on my list, though. Those are next. <laughs> but then uh, I, I would probably say mine was Where the Crawdads Sing. Like, it was one of those I couldn't get it out of my head. Oh, that's and I had to keep powering through it. Like, I love was that book. waiting for the moment that I could get some quiet and pick up that book. It's a good one. Love that one. And it's going to be a movie soon. I know. In five years is going to be a book now. Oh, yeah. Movie. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, um, it, it is, is a book. book. <laughs> it's going to be a movie. Um, favorite show as a teenager? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh. I've mentioned mine before. I think it's the only only one I was allowed to watch because I was working so much, which was 90210 pretty much. That and maybe Melrose Place. I don't remember watching a whole lot of TV as a teenager. No. No. Trying to think of like what it you would a geek. Been. Were you reading? Friends. 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 Okay. So, um, what else was out Do you think that's appropriate for teenagers? Like I haven't shown that to my boys yet because yes. there's so much sexual sexual reference. Okay. Once at the point where they know where sex is, I think it's totally fine because there's no like that's direct. True. But it just like, shows like promiscuous. Like they're constantly jumping partners, like Joey especially. Yeah, I think you have to kind of just own it up to the day and age. Yeah, well, and just know like your kids' foundation. Like, if they yeah, would be... Yeah. If that would influence them, then no. But see, here's my issue with them. <gasps> oh, Gilmore Girls. Oh. That was That was jam. your show? Yeah, I've never seen that. It's actually on my list of things to do. Yeah, Gilmore Girls, The O.C. Oh. I loved The Yeah, you're a little bit younger than me. Those were all shows that were for, like, the little girls when I was, oh, when really? I was a big girl. Aww. I was, like, a big girl. I was so grown up. <laughs> but my teenagers, like, they like The Office and Parks and Rec, which I like because it's not... It's, it's just about these weird quirky characters in a different setting but what I don't like about it is they're just watching adults act like children they're acting like they're like the <laughs> stupidest adults on earth I'm trying to find a show where my kids can watch that where people act like adults but it's still uh, funny but it's still Frasier okay it's it okay. used to be on Netflix I'm not sure if it's still is it. Frasier like the OG uh Big Bang Theory would you say yeah kind of <laughs> yes a very similar vibe different kind of nerdy yeah like the more like pompous nerdy so, yeah. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Like intelligent, like superior intelligence. Superior. Um, what about um, a best fast food joint? Taco Bell. Oh, down. really? Yes. Gosh, don't I even have, have to a... think that one through. I don't even notice those. Um, <laughs> mine would probably be Five Guys. I mean, when I was in L.A., it was In-N-Out Burger, but... And then everybody was really into Shake Shack, which I didn't get. But, like, I am a Five Guys but girl. it doesn't have a drive-thru. What, That's Five Guys? Fast, yeah. Oh. oh, so you don't consider it fast food? No. But they have a pre-order and walk up and grab it. It's not the same. Soda's like... Oh, all right. Chick-fil-A? Then I'll say Chick-fil-A. Okay. That counts. Yeah. Is Hattie B's? No. No. No drive-thru. I like Hattie B's, but that's not really an international or a national... It is now. Is they it were really? in California. Yeah. Well, guys, if you haven't had Hattie B's, get the Hattie B's. <laughs> um, show you refuse to watch. It seems like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Or any of those, like... Um, Yellowstone. Now Yellow Jackets oh. for sure. On no, you definitely that can't watch Yellow happening. Jackets. I still need to get you in Game of Thrones somehow. I'll have to figure out how to like give you. Maybe I I'll watch it, it and I'll <laughs> edited version. That's I'll I'll watch an episode ahead and tell you which parts to skip. That's how. Okay, so Stranger Things. That's what Logan does for oh. me. He'll watch it ahead of me and be like, okay, watch till this point, and then he'll fast forward through like where he knows I can't. Take yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that way I get the storyline, and it's real cute and fun and. None of the stuff that will stick with me. Yeah. Give me nightmares. What's, I don't have a, I can't say I have a show I refuse to watch. There's some I really don't want to watch, but I feel like I need to go back to or visit at some point. Um, I don't know. 
I can't. I literally can't think of anything because I feel like I want to be open minded enough to just watch everything. I'm not. No. I'm not. Well, you have you have limitations as far as what you can yeah, handle. Yeah, but I'm also like that. You know, for yourself, that you need to sleep. Yes. Well, and we have so little time to actually sit down and enjoy something. Yeah. Like I don't want to waste time on something just because. Like everybody's like, you got to watch it. Well, that's how I feel about like I guess reality shows. Okay. I I really have no. I like. Unless I have to, unless we're having a guest on mm-hmm. or I feel like I want to, I need to know something for work purposes. I don't feel like I want to watch it at all. Like I just have no, nothing in my body that makes me want to watch it. Like I Housewives, love like a no. good reality show. Oh, I can't <laughs> say I have one. Um, movie you don't understand the hype of. Kind of same question but movies. Mm. Oh, I just saw Lost City. That is so good. I can't Opposite wait to see that. Of, yeah. So good. Okay. <sighs> can't understand the hype of like did i did i did i mention death on the nile here dude i think we did talk like, about it i feel like i need you to didn't read, love that i probably would love it as an agatha christie book but did not like the way it was executed in a movie okay so maybe batman's are that for me oh okay like i know everybody like loved the dark knight and it like changed film and all these things and Heath ledger and all the things i've never seen it i've never understood the hype i never saw it i had no desire to see it like it, yeah. And I've not seen so a Batman many, movie since. Like all these, um, I have a really hard time with the sort of Marvel stuff too. Like, <gasps> oh, like Fast and the Furious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, so the one thing I hate more no. than anything in a movie is a car chase. So I definitely don't need to be seeing Fast and no, Furious. I agree with you there. I like some action movies, but it's those kind of movies that I'm like, I, I mean, they're not for me. But see, they're I like, not for me. I love I driving, I love hype. racing, I love fast cars, I love flashy cars. But there's something about watching a car race that I zone out and I'm like, tell me who wins. I know you're going to survive. I know your car's going to get shot up and flip over five times and jump a bridge, but you'll be fine. Right. And then like, um, no, 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 nope. Um, a workout that you gave up on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd been with us in Pure Bar last week, you would have thought oh, I gave up. Oh, my gosh. However, that was me trying. <laughs> yeah, those bar classes are <laughs> tough. I have never... The first 10 minutes, I was like, I'm never stepping foot back in this place ever <laughs> now again. we're going tomorrow. And now I'm like, I will be good at this one day. It's going to be a journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a different kind of muscle group. It I, is... Speaking of pageant world, we walked in and our instructor last week when we went was a girl I knew from the pageant world. She oh. was a former Miss Tennessee USA who I had worked with when I was reigning Mrs. And... So small I was, world. it was a small world. I was grateful that it was her because I knew like she wasn't going to judge me. But at the same time, I was like, of course. Well, of course, it's like the perfect body pageant girl who's going to be sh- watching me like roll around like a beached whale. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's different. It's like the stabilizer muscles. And it's like it is so different. It is so different because we had done Orange Theory the day before, too. So I feel like we were and I feel shaky. so strong when we do orange theory. me too and then you're in that class and you can't hold, like the day before i'm uh-uh. doing 25 pound shoulders but here i am i can't hold three pound weights for two minutes Mm-mm. it's no. it's a different thing so I, I would say mine is boxing i used to love boxing and i do it here and there and i do it and then i get so sore and i wouldn't go back and maybe a month later i'd go back and do one and love it and be so sore and not do it again and then eventually i mean i still do i have that thing called fight camp at home mm-hmm. so i still so it's kind of like a peloton but for fight it but for boxing and i love it but there's something about it that makes me like I, uh, I just feel like you overdo it. I want to do it, but I yeah, I overdo it, and then I hurt myself, and then I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna do it. No, I'm never gonna <laughs> box again. What's your va- favorite genre of books? Werewolves. Well, they they do 
have a place in my heart for sure. <laughs> uh, I think kind of young adult fantasy romance, like Addie LaRue right up there. Um, but honestly, anything. I, there's I Fiction will, or nonfiction? Fiction for sure. Yeah. I will give any story a chance. Yeah. Um, and but if, not like so you're not like leaning towards self help or cookbooks. No, in fact, I well, I do love a cookbook too. I love a cookbook. I think that's a but different kind of thing. My though, issue with cookbooks is, is I take them all as suggestions, so sometimes <laughs> things don't turn out as great as they probably could. A big thing about me moving to Nashville is I got, I cleared out about three quarters of the uh, of the the cookbooks I had, and I was like, I'm never using. Don't cook. Why am I keeping these? I'll keep like five. And it's for the inspiration. When I really need like some new stuff to try. Now you can just Google it or I ask Alexa. I Alexa so gives me recipes. You go on to Pinterest and you're like, oh, I want to look up Mediterranean recipes. And it's so overwhelming. Pinterest is not the place for it. Seriously, ask Alexa, how do I make a good vinaigrette? And all of a sudden she's like, mix olive oil with vinegar, add a splash of white wine and some garlic. And you're like, boom, done. Well, Alexa is my cookbook person. But I get very, the Pinterest, and the, the way people write recipes now, why are they, why am I reading, you know, 250 pages of your life story before you tell me how to Can make tell muffins? Me how to make it, exactly. That's why Alexa, she's quick. Alexa, <sighs> it's tell real me how to make protein Although, balls. We're probably driving all of the Alexas in the world crazy oh. <laughs> if anybody has this playing out loud. I'm sorry right now. No, it's good. Ours is named Ziggy. In case we need to hit them all. Oh, there you go. Um, no, I have the best blueberry muffin recipe in the whole world. I'll you share do? it. Yeah. It's so extra good. Extra butter, extra icing like my mother-in-law's? No, there's an <laughs> icing on a muffin? She puts icing. Like the first time I ever came down Isn't to the Alabama. the definition of a muffin a naked cupcake? Well, I guess. Yeah, maybe with blueberries. But I literally was at her house. I saw the like box of mix and I ate them and I was like, these are the best blueberry muffins. How did you make these? She's like, oh, from the box. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, but I added an extra stick of butter, an extra cup of sugar, and I iced them. And I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> Diabetes. Wait a second. <laughs> what? You did what? Like, no wonder they taste amazing. Oh, no. they you, uh, Mine are better. <laughs> okay, you have to tell Try me. me. You have to tell me. Try me. It's actually, I will tell you where you can find the recipe. If any of you are interested, it's Yammy's Noshery. Oh, the best blueberry muffins ever. Did they and they make you them Google there, it. or you have to no, you find the, it's web, the recipe? The recipe and it's so good. It uses like sour cream or Greek yogurt. You Ooh. can decide, and so they're really like creamy and kind of yeah. tart. Okay, I want that. They're give me so that. my kids. I might actually devour make them. them. They're I so tried to make good. protein balls yesterday, and I was like, I don't want to go get the peanut butter out of the pantry, so I didn't do it. <laughs> this is how I cook. I'm like the laziest person. This is why cereal works for me. <laughs> um, my favorite genre of book is probably just fiction. Like, yeah, but maybe a little historical fiction. I want a little something in there. I, I'm a sucker for any kind of history. Like, I'm loving Wish You Were Here because it's about our COVID time and COVID lockdown. Girl in New York, her, I think, soon-to-be fiancé, they're supposed to go to, um, they're supposed to go together to the Galapagos, and he convinces her that COVID's hitting, and he's a doctor, and he's like, I got to stay, but you go on the trip that we planned because we can't get our money back. She goes, and she gets stuck on the island and befriends a guy and his daughter, and... Um, don't know what's going to happen. Well, surely they're going to fall in love. I mean, maybe, but I don't know if she goes back to the, because the other guy is like perfect for her and he's so sweet and he's like dealing with all people dying in New York. And so it's interesting, like the story being so recent, like such a recent sort of historical event, like keeping record of what happened in New York at this time. So it's wow. interesting. Um, is there like a podcast that you have on constantly, like you might listen to while you're vacuuming or taking the dog for a walk or? I'm not a great podcast listener. I'm trying. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. 
but I regularly listen to the Bellas podcast. Okay. Nikki and Brie Bella. Yeah. Um, I really like that one. And I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I want to start listening to Dear Chelsea and Under the Skin with Russell Brand, although I think that one's going to be too hard-hitting for me. Those are ones that I'd— Oh, Russell Brand's podcast is amazing. Is it good? Yes. And I—okay, you know me. I don't like talking about politics or anything like that. But I feel like if you're going to listen to something slightly political, his is the one to do it. Because I feel like he represents both sides equally. He calls out both sides equally. Um, and he, it's just very common sense. He's like, yeah. let's just think this yeah. through. Yeah, that's what I you got. Know, the, I listened to one of them and I really liked it. He digests it in a way that everyone can be okay with. And I, I like that. It's a challenge in a good way. Um, I Have like you it. listened to, Annalyn McCord has one called Unzipped. No. Um, and it's a little bit sexy. It's about, you know, sex capades and stuff. And um, I actually did an episode on there, but uh, mine's not about sex. But um, <laughs> that's one that that's that's pretty fun. And also, Justin Long has one. Life is short. I haven't quite gotten I've into that one yet. Talk about that one, but I haven't yeah, seen it yet. I want to listen to that one. That was recommended to me. Also, Maya Bialik has uh, the breakdown, but that's kind of more. Um, she is interesting. Scientific, yeah, yes. That's like scientific stuff. So I haven't gotten I into that one on. yet. But I'm still into my Noble Bloods as usual, and I'm also really into uh, John Meacham. It was said. I've mentioned this one before. I just love that one. With it's, I also think you have way more time. I do on your it in hands. the car because I can't in the car. I have to listen to something. No, I don't. See, that's my silent time. See, I can't. That I sh- it should be my silent time, but I can't. So I go there, or I go to. Um, or actually, the thing I do listen to all the time is stand up comedy. Now that's oh, like I do love that. A new thing for me. Uh, yeah, if I'm not, it's it's '90s pop music or silent time. If I'm alone. What's your favorite reading spot? My bed. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll fall asleep. No. Mine can't be. Mine's that's the only time I like to be on a beach. It's when I have a good Oh, book I do in my love hand. reading on the beach, but I have kid you know, small kids. No, I know. That's why I, I pretty I'm much I'm not there yet. I, I can only do that when I go on vacation. Like once, maybe twice a year, I'll bring a book on a vacation and sit on the beach with a book and I look yeah. forward to it. I never really get to Ideally, read it. Ideally that's where I would do my best reading. Um and what is was your what's your what's your email inbox looking like these days, Amanda? Show me your inbox. I'm not sure I want to. I know mine's a little out of control for me these days. Not, I'm not sure how you're Come gonna on. feel about it. Okay. We're going to have an intervention if we have to. What's you at? Again? I'm at 3,683. Unacceptable. That's so much better than 93,000. It is, but you're creeping back up, girl. It's going to be no time before you're there. I'm at 164. I have six phone calls. Something must be going on. And uh, 13 text messages, and it's making me very nervous. I also have 10 unlisted. Have you ever done this? Um, Marco Polo? Do you have Marco Polo up? Oh, so there's 10 that I just have not listened to. I've responded oh, to the no. most recent ones. but Right now there's six, but I think it's reset recently. Of Marco Polo? Yeah. I started to try to listen to them. They got rid of that go twice as fast. So for anyone that doesn't know, Marco Polo yeah, app is speed. like... You have to pay for it. I'm not doing that. You have to pay that. for a speed now. So Marco Polo is like a walkie-talkie, right? So my friend and I got it when I was moving, or she was moving, and we decided this was the easiest way to kind of keep in a touch. A video walkie-talkie. Yeah. It's like you just push the button, you go, you just talk to it, you'd be like, oh, look, this is my view today, or hey, how you doing? Just thinking about you, or, you know, sometimes when people are cooking, they'll just send like long videos about just whatever's going on in their life right then. But you used to be able to fast forward it. Now you have to pay to fast forward it. Not fast forward, but put it on like double time so you can listen to them faster. Um, and so I just kind of fell off with it a little bit. and Because yeah, you can't keep up. And I, my friends love it. My my t- two closest like out-of-town friends are Sarah and Ginger. I talk about them on here all the time. They made these art pieces oh, right yeah. here. And they're glorious. I love to talk to them. But they can both 
talk yeah. on some Marco Polo. And they will tell you, this is, we've had many um, friendship family meetings about me getting behind on Marco Polos oh. to the point where I had to be like, guys, I cannot prioritize the Marco, the Marco Polo. Polos. I love them because they are there when you need them. It's kind of like text messaging in a way, but with a video, but it can be, you know, short and sweet. Look at the baby, look at the cat, look at the, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, I haven't I haven't utilized it like I used to. It They're used to verbal really processors, good. and so oh. it's a great way to do that if you really need to talk to someone and you got to get it out. Well, now text messaging has that little audio button too, which we also utilize. Yeah, but should we do some this or that? Yeah, you ready? All right, you gonna do me first? Okay, I'll do you first. Ready? Okay, Superman or Batman? Batman. Spray tan or tanning bed? Neither. What? No spray I tan. don't like to tan. I like my alabaster skin. I am just going to stick with that because it is what I can do without any trouble. <laughs> Must be nice not to be translucent. No, I am. Mascara or Look lipstick? I'm see-through. Um, mascara. Bath or hot tub? Hot tub. Chess or Scrabble? Chess. Ew. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Sand or snow? Snow. Ew. No, I can't have sand in my Ew, house. It's Melissa. like in my shoes and in my crack and in my bed and on the floor. No. <laughs> and then I need my bidet to wash my feet off. <laughs> I mean, I, sand is gross. Snow melts. You are one of my favorite humans ever. I just, oh, I These have many you. useful things to do with your feet. <laughs> things you didn't so know. You know. We should, oh, okay. Next conversation. <laughs> okay. Twizzlers or red vines? Twizzlers for sure. East Coast, what's up? Yeah. Mustache or clean shaven? I already know the answer to this one. Clean shaven, please. Ew. <laughs> I can't handle the. My husband had a COVID beard, which is why I cut the bangs. The bangs were just a total rebellion against him. And he's like, I pulled my bangs aside the other day and he goes, Oh, there's my wife. And I was like, Are you kidding? I couldn't even, you couldn't pull your beard aside and I could see you. You just look like my dad's <laughs> friend Ned. If they could just like peel it off. Yes. If anybody wants to follow my husband's beard Instagram, I started one called Beard by Mark just to embarrass him and it didn't work. I was going to say, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, TV show or movie? Movie. Plucked or threaded? <laughs> you like my questions this yeah, time? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> um, plucked because I can do it myself and not have to schedule anything or go pay somebody. Hair hair was a theme here. Was it? Yeah, that's true. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> Nirvana or Foo Fighters? Oh, Foo Fighters. Absolutely. Better quality, yeah. Better quality music, more depth, more yeah. instruments. All right. Superman or Batman? Superman. Spray tan or tan bed? Spray tan. Mascara or lipstick? Uh, I don't need mascara because I have eyelash extensions, so lipstick. There you go. Bath or hot tub? Bath. Chess or Scrabble? Scrabble. Ew. <laughs> Sand or snow? Sand. Ew. <laughs> Twizzlers or red vines? Twizzlers. Okay, good. We can be friends. Um, mustache or clean shaven? Mustache. Okay, that's your. That's good. We won't ever fight over men. Um, <laughs> show or movie? Movie. Okay, plucked or threaded? Oh, this is such a random question. Should I take this one out? No, it's it's interesting. <laughs> I probably plucked because threading hurts. It does hurt. It does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nirvana or Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. Okay, good. We agree on that. We agree on a few. Yeah. We still haven't had our taste test, our our Pepsi Coke taste test, but we will. Oh, I I am fully intending to start the 
Here, Melissa, try this <laughs> let's Instagram do video series. All right, let's do it. We'll do it. We'll do an Instagram video series. <laughs> well, thank you guys for being here for season three, and we're excited. Um, it's so great. We're, we're in it. We're, we're doing it, and uh, we have some great guests for you guys, so I hope you guys will stick around, subscribe, rate, review, tell people, and just come back next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys for joining us here at What Women Binge. Can you do us a favor and give us an Apple podcast review? It helps a lot. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can follow What Women Binge on Instagram. And follow me on Instagram at Amanda WWB. If you like listening to the podcast, you would love seeing it. So you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Melissa Joan Hart Official for full episodes, bonus content, and so much more. What Women Binge is produced by Laughagram Studios. Our wonderful theme song was written and produced by my cute husband, Mark Wilkerson. Video production by Matt Giesler and Jay Hawley. Audio by Matt Lott. Production assistant, Jen Best. And she is the best. What Women Binge is distributed by Podcast Heat. For more information, visit podcastheat.com. Do you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to suggest for the show? Well, we are listening. Email us at wwbquestions at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.